Hello, and welcome to Backyard Catch Podcast. This is Nick Roby once again, and I'm joined by our good friend, Mr. Will Harper. Will, how's it going? Going pretty well, Nick. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty well. I mean, we're into the summer of COVID 2020, so I think I'm doing I'm doing pretty well, all things considered. A lot of stuff changing, I feel like, every week, but I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Um, sports world's been really interesting. I know, uh, guys, sorry, we've been kind of in and out. It's been an interesting, I know for your, probably in your personal life, it's been an interesting, a lot's been going on. And so with sports, it's kind of, it changes on the daily and on the weekly. So haven't as had as much to talk about. So hopefully we can have it be a little bit more regular, but, um, how are things in your world over there? It's busy, busy with work stuff, especially, but, um, the only thing I have sport related now is I'm playing what would have been the 2020 MLB season on MLB the show 20 mm-hmm. with the Braves. So yeah, I'm in first place. Uh, I think Freddie Freeman's first in MVP voting right now. I got a Cunha in the all-star game coming up more than likely Freddie Ozzy Albies. So we're doing pretty well. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't really walk anybody and I don't really get walked too much. So like classic playing a baseball video game, like you're not there to take pitches. No, um, no, it's so I'm in my brain. I'm always like, okay, like I need to take some pitches, you know, like, like that's how, you know, that's how you want to go. And then you see a pitch and you're like, I I got to swing at that. You get too excited (laughs) and you start swinging. Right. Yeah. Uh, A cool aspect of that game too. There's like a, a feature called March to October. And essentially, you take a team and just play, like, key moments from throughout the season. And it's pretty cool because you can – what happens in your moments, like, you can gain and lose momentum. Sure. So, I did it a couple weeks ago with the Braves. Ended up winning, like, 120-something games. Won the World Series. But they're a good team. So, I was like, I want a challenge. So, I took the Giants. And, like, 40 games into the season, I was, like, 10 and 30. And then I won like a comeback game as a key moment and ended up making the playoffs. And now I'm in the world series against the Yankees. Oh, wow. So once you, once you make the playoffs, like you play a part of every single game. Um, so I'm down three to two going back to New York for the last two of the world series. The Yankees have like all their, all their big stars and, I traded for like Adam Eaton and friend Mill Reyes and Alex Reyes. And there's like my three best players. <laughs> so it's a definite I mean, underdog story. Yeah, I mean, you got Longoria and like, and Posey, but they're not like yeah. the way they used to be. Um, Longoria yeah. is some clutch homers for me. Who? Longoria. Longoria. Yeah. So like with the key moments, you just like, keep playing like highlight big games and then it like sims the other other yeah games. so it'll be like uh tied up two to two going to the seventh like finish the game or like you're winning by two runs and the bases are loaded with one out the ninth to close it out things like that it's like yeah. you don't ever play a full game the only full game i've played was game five of the nlds against the braves Ah. And they were beating me two to one going to the bottom of the, yeah, I was at home, the bottom of the night. Mm-hmm. And um, Longori hit a walk off two run homer off of Will Smith. 
That's awesome. So like game world, I was ecstatic, but like as a Braves fan and knowing our history in the NLDS, I was distraught for my virtual <laughs> yes. team. That's a little, but, a little too real. Um, yeah. I, so yeah, I've, um, I'm doing a little stuff too. I'm, I have, uh, the 2019 version. And so I was playing with the Orioles, which is my team, but they're just not as fun to play with right now. Uh, the pitching's terrible. And so it's just not as fun. And you just, you get, I don't know. It just winds me a little different. So I, I did pick the Braves too, just because I was like, I want to play a National League team, and that's probably the team I pay the I pay the most attention to. And I'm playing with them, and they're really fun. Acuna is really fun to play with on that game. Um, yeah, just because he can steal so much too. Like we're in we're end of April, and he's got like ten home runs and like thirteen stolen bases and hitting really well. Marquez is hitting like four hundred. Josh Donaldson's probably really fun. Like he like. He always goes like one for four, but if he hits a home run, he like the way he just like trots out a home run is really cool. So I was playing the Reds um, in Cincinnati. I was playing the full game, but the, but the bullpen's not great. So if you get to the bullpen, sometimes they just start <laughs> giving up home runs, which I, it feels real. Yeah. But it starts like I got behind like, and I'm playing on a harder difficulty. So I was like down by eight to five um, going into the, into the later innings. Um, like Gosman was pitching and just like, just get, you know, like Puig hit a home run, just gave up a couple home runs, which can be easy to do. And I'm down. And then let's see, I pin, it was in the ninth inning. I'm down eight to five. Uh, Culberson hit for the pitcher. He hit a ground out. And then Acuna hit a single. Um, and then Albies hit a single. And then Freeman hits a double to the wall in Cincinnati, which Cincinnati, it can get deep in center field. Um, right. Both those guys score, so I'm down by one. And then Josh Donaldson comes, Donaldson comes up and just blasts like a 400 foot home run to go up <laughs> one. And then I hit got a couple more runs, but I scored like five runs in the inning um, to come back. But it was pretty crazy. I don't yeah, know. yeah. So that's that's it's the fun. extent of our sports world right now. Is since the last dance ended, like there's no more Michael Jordan documentary to watch and. Now it's resorted to virtual baseball games. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I've watched the other two documentaries they've come out with. Did you see the Bruce Lee one and the uh, the Chase? I do. I I don't really care to watch the Bruce Lee one. I've never really been like a martial arts follower guy, unless it's like the Karate Kid. I love the Karate Kid. That's sure. another story. Um, but yeah, I do want to watch the McGuire and Sosa thing because I was eight. Like that was the summer I turned eight years old. So I not like vividly remember by any means, but I do remember all that going down and everything happening. Like as I got towards the end of the season and all that crazy stuff happening. So yeah. I do want to watch that at some point, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, that's fair. It's a good one. It's it's like a two hour long one. So you need some like time to put yeah. in. It's really interesting. Um, so I won't I won't spoil some of it for you, but it's interesting to see some of their perspectives on it because they kind of tell the story of it, but then they also give some insights to them. And like guys like Sosa was not doing interviews until like he did like an E sixty one a couple years ago, and then you know what I mean. Like he had not done interviews for like a long time. I um, mean, and he looks way different too. It always throws me off. Um, but I remember as a kid, like I remember I'm a little bit younger than you, but I remember it going on and then i had like a vhs like highlight tape kind of like an hour like documentary kind of thing on it that i would always play and that was really fun they would do like a home run chase 
um, kind of marker with it. But it's crazy that all that went down. And then now you're like, oh, like if somebody hits like, like a, you know what I mean? Like someone hits 40 home runs again. You're like, oh, that's a big deal. Those guys were right. at like 60 and 70. It's crazy. So, <laughs> I um, wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. So I'm like, steroids did not help with my home runs. They're like, ah, are we sure about that? Um, the Bruce Lee one's really interesting, but the style of it is, um, I didn't know a whole lot of the story, so I was just interested in it, but it is like, a, um, it's like a storytelling, like, but of pictures and video, like, you know, sometimes the documentaries, you actually see them like talking a lot of them, like the one with Lance Armstrong. Like I watched that one too, right. um, which he's, I still know how I feel about him um, after watching all that, but you've got that where they're talking and half of it and they show video clips and different things where this one's just like a, a stream of like conversation over pictures and like video. Okay. So it's just a different, it's a different style. I like the other one better just because it feels a little more personal, but there's probably only so much. Right. They can do. Um, so yeah, that's, the, that's the extent of our sports um, conversation. Have you been watching any of the like soccer or anything that's been going on? That's started to come back. No, no. Yeah. Me, me we've neither. been watching um, Holy Moly. That's, is that considered sports on ABC? The Holy Moly putt putt show. I I start I, I saw my first couple episodes the other day. I I think <laughs> I mean it's it's, it's technically sports. I watched that. <laughs> it's pretty uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we've we've been watching we've been streaming a lot of stuff. So that's kind of what we've been doing in lieu of watching the Braves every night. We've been watching Community or New Girl or some other kind of fun show that Chelsea likes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been fun. We've been watching a lot of uh uh of the Noel likes the I like him too, but she really likes the the reality TV like following him the life of like a family, like the one of right. the, um like the quintuplet girls that's on TLC. That's really fun. Mm-hmm. And then now there's like a sex tuplets, which is interesting. They have nine kids though from Alabama. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids. That's all I gotta say. Um it's very interesting. Um, but it's a, it's a totally different world over there. So yeah, that's the extent of our, of our COVID right now. And, huh? <laughs> it's the extent of our lives right now during COVID. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's not super exciting, but it's, it's been fun. Um, so well, and I thought it'd be fun just to kind of do, since we hadn't done this in a while, do a little, just an update on the sports world and just kind of talk about it. Um, and hopefully we can get it more into a rhythm, uh, just in general with backyard ketchup, just putting out things and hopefully we'll get back to some normalcy. Um, so I say, I guess we can just start with baseball since that we're both, uh, we both enjoy baseball. How are you feeling about all the, the baseball dramatics of, we still don't know if or when there's a season. Yeah. It's, it's very frustrating as a baseball fan because the fans just want to see baseball. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure about you, but I don't care if they play like if the Braves play in Atlanta. I don't care if they play at their spring training building. I don't care if they take all teams and go to an island in the Bahamas and play there. Like, I just want to see baseball. Yeah. So there's that aspect of it. Um, and then there's the whole labor battle between the players and the owners. Yeah. And the players essentially want to get paid like 
if they would have made a hundred thousand, well, hundred thousand dollars is a bad example because they make a lot more than that. But anyways, if they make a million dollars over the course of a season and they only play half a season, like they want five hundred thousand dollars, and the owners keep saying, "Well, we'll give you three fifty, things like that." And the players like, no, I just want to get paid for the games I actually play. Um, so that's kind of been the gist of it. So we're getting to the point now where I think they're going to end up playing. I really do. Um, and it's just going to be like a 60-game regular season and maybe like a like a 16-team playoff. Um, so I think it'll be like an asterisk season. So whoever wins the championship, like it'll definitely be – an asterisk beside it, like, okay, you, you played like a third of a normal season, things like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to end up playing, but I know it's left a bad taste in a lot of baseball fans' mouths just mm-hmm. because, like, with everything going on in the world, you're arguing over money when you're all billionaires and millionaires. Like, why are you arguing about money right now? There's, there's so much other stuff to be worried about. Yeah. But I am excited for it to come back if it comes back. Yeah, I, I feel you. I, I I agree. I think like the, I think if it goes too far as we don't have a season, that would be just really bad. Because what's also on the table too is that the 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 labor agreement goes up after next year too. So you're what you're looking at is this awkward amount of time. What what it feels like to the players, just what I'm seeing is just that it feels like the owners are trying to add in some other stuff as well kind of like how like on a bill in politics where they like throw on other addendums that kind of like can move other things around and like they're throwing around like the DH in both leagues and then um, starting to run our second base, you know, like all these different things that they've been like working on. It feels like they're going to start setting precedents and like, they don't feel like it's going to be protected for the other years. And so, um, but yeah, both sides I think are at fault in some ways because it feels like it should have happened. Like, we could have figured this out like months ago. You know what I mean? Right. You're going to have to have like a longer season. And it kind of just feels like now that honestly, that the owners are just kind of just saying no until there's like only so much time left in the season. And I'm like, well, I guess we have to have a 58 game, 50 game season, you know, right. being stubborn until you have to like have something until the, you know, to the players like have to come to their ways. But right. Yeah. And then you have a lot of minor leaguers who unfortunately are being, let go or not being paid and um or even like the new signees like the they're getting their signing signing bonus they're being drafted like they're not getting as much as they would have gotten um which is still a lot more than the average person but in terms of the sports like it, it's um in within their game it's not at all it's not close to what it was before um, right so and i'm me it's more of like i'm just hoping it doesn't take a big hit on baseball in general because baseball is definitely like number three in terms of like the professional sports and it just feels like there was an opportunity for baseball to be like the only sport that was going on when people were just wanting something right going on and it wasn't like a like a people were it wasn't like they were worried i mean they were worried about like protecting each other but it was also a lot of like just logistics of how do you put this together type of thing so um i think it could still happen but yeah it does kind of leave like a like a bad taste in your mouth of just what the season is. So I don't know. Hopefully hopefully it comes together real soon. Apparently they just rejected another offer today. (laughs) So. Yeah. I saw one thing where I I think it might've been 
was it Passan? Anyways, one of the one of the baseball guys had essentially said that the owners from the outset are like, okay, we can pay you for like sixty games. So we're going to spread that out over the course of like 80 games or 70 games. So it, they keep offering players say no, players offer, owners say no, to where it's getting down to that point. Now we're like, okay, the player's offer is going to come in at 60 games, which is what the owners have wanted all along. So it's kind of like they just kind of drug out this whole process until the players didn't have another option because like you've got to get the season in. you got to get to the playoffs. You can't play playoff games and – Brooklyn in the Bronx in December, like it's going to be two degrees and snowing. So you got to get these games in like, while it's at least manageable. Like October is still cold up North, Mm -hmm. but like it's not horrible. So yes, it's it's been frustrating, but like I said, if if they come back and they play, like I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to be excited. And I think even the, the people like me who are kind of frustrated by the whole thing, like once they throw the first pitch, not all will be forgiven, but we'll know that okay, like sports are back. We can we can take a, a deep breath now. Like we're actually we're actually in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think a lot of it will and just a lot in our world too will take some just uh, I don't say what will be fixed, but it will be there'll be a step in the right direction just because like, it's just a process of like, okay, we're actually getting back to normal. We're actually like, you know, like there's a sense of like normalcy with sports. I think that I'm just finding how much people like that becomes like a normalcy for them. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that will be the case for a lot of different things. Um, just will help. And I had, it will help keep conversations that were going that are, that have been good and want to be good in it. But we can also just, just start to move on into our new normal. um we've got the nba as well um they they're probably the most encouraging out of all the sports leagues so far that have been right there they're doing um they're starting july 31st if it's still on the table um where they're going to play in disney world in like a little organized little protective bubble and where they have it's gonna be like a like a really nice AAU tournament, essentially. That's what it kind <laughs> of feels like. It really does. Where we got pretty much the playoff teams and then a couple of the outsiders who were close enough. Um right. really it kind of feels like it's just they're throwing it there so that way they can't just pick all the playoff teams and the outside teams are like, we didn't get a chance. Right. Um, but yeah, that'll be really interesting. But it's gonna be basically like it's an AAU tournament because like they can either play golf, they'll eat. And then they can watch each other play, you know. So that would be yeah, really. They can't even. They can't even go to the actual Disney parks. <laughs> yeah, which is that's kind of sad, but they can also afford to go in the off season too. So right. Yeah, but at least they're staying at the really nice hotels. So I mean, I'd be okay with going to the pool and hanging out and going to watch basketball all day for three months. That's what I'm doing here, except I'm not going to uh, watch basketball and I have to cook my own food. Like I can't like go order something downstairs. So <laughs> <laughs> at least I get sports in there. Yeah, no, it's good. I, I, I think it's, I think it's a win for the NBA if they can get all the players, if they can get most of the players on board for actually playing. Um, yeah. I think it's a win for them. And I think I, I personally think that that's going to feel like when sports are back is when that tournament starts 
because MLS is starting sooner than that. But we like soccer, but I wouldn't say that's not one of the major ones. And so once one of the right. major ones comes back, that's when it, I think that's when it will feel a little bit more um, at home with that. Um, did you have anything else in the NBA? I didn't have a whole lot on them. I just wanted to highlight them. Um, nothing else, like in particular. Side note, I finished – I'm in a fantasy basketball league. I finished the regular season in first place and like the playoffs started the week that COVID happened mm-hmm. and the NBA shut down. So I have since been declared champion of that league by uh, default. <laughs> champion by default. So, hey, <laughs> champion by default is still champion. So yeah, I'm good with it. That's all, a lot yeah. of tournaments happened in March Madness. It was like champion by default. <laughs> Uh, there is one sport you, you can put sport in quotation marks um, that actually has been going strong during COVID, and that is the sport of professional wrestling. Mm. <laughs> WWE and AEW have still been doing weekly shows, and I think when COVID first, like the first couple of weeks, like they actually did, like had a little uptick in, in viewership. It fell off a little bit. Um, I think it's back now but I don't know if you want to have a professional wrestling conversation or not, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't actually throw it on the just to see Noelle's reaction. And she, and she would be, she was like, Will would love this so much that you do this. on here. <laughs> <laughs> That was the conversation. Um, I know a little bit, but now that some of the bigger names are retiring, I don't know as much about it. Um, right. I just love seeing their facial reactions. It's just one of those shows for me that you like, end up like turning on at a random time and then you end up watching like a half an hour of because it's just like their faces are just ridiculous to me like they're always so expressive um but yeah i have to take once uh once everything's back up and running whenever aew comes to charlotte again i'll have to take you i have to experience pro wrestling live it's a different it's a different uh it's a different animal Yeah, I'll, I'll take you up on that. That would be pretty fun. Um, so, yeah, we got a little bit of that, a little holy moly we were talking about. Um, that's been going on, too. So, got a little golf. Like, it's all – there's some little bits and pieces that are happening right now. So, yeah, I don't know. Speaking I, of golf, so speaking of golf, one thing I am looking forward to, um, if it gets to happen, is the Masters are going to be played – in November this year mm-hmm. in Augusta, which is kind of, I mean, this is going to be weird, but it's kind of cool because like the masters is usually played in the spring when all of the flowers are blooming and it's just beautiful, just gorgeous every year. Um, but this year it's in November and like, it's going to be like the same landscape, but like the trees are going to be red and Brown and yellow and orange and different oh, colors yeah. of like fall. So yeah. like it'll be, it it might be just as beautiful, but just like in the opposite season. So that'll be pretty sweet. Um, that pretty cool for that to happen. If if some of these things are supposed to happen the way they are, like some of the tennis stuff too, we're gonna have some jam packed like fall. So you got college football, you've got what NBA was just finishing up in October. You've got NFL. You've got golf still going on you know you've got all these different things that are it's much more jam-packed which it feels a little bit more like the spring probably but mm-hmm. yeah I'm, and that that's going to lead into the next thing i want to talk about is kind of 
with college football. Um, as you know, you're a Clemson guy. And mm-hmm. the other day, Clemson announced 28 positive cases amongst student athletes, like not all were football players. I think I saw were like 23 ended up being football players. It's 23 like football that. players. Yeah, and it's like 28 like people associated with the football program. And then it's like there's some others associated with um, just athletics. Yeah, yeah. Right. So and I think that's the first like major outbreak, I would say, amongst mm-hmm. like college athletes at least that I know of that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just now June. So like not even like the actual practices and things haven't started yet. Um, so my question to you is, and it's kind of a, a question you got to actually listen to. Mm. Do you think there will be college football this fall? Uh, I see you put the emphasis on, um, do I think there'll be college football this fall? Short answer is yes. Now, what part of fall? I'm not 100% on. I think we could get into a delayed start. Um, there could be like more of a spring season. However, I think they're really going to push for, I think just in general, just with sports context with the NFL and college football, I think that's where it's going to feel like toe in the line. People are going to be like, no, like this, we want this to happen. You know, like we'll right. take it as it is where we want it to look like as much normal as it can be. And I think we might get a little bit more of the like, okay, smaller stadiums, but we want it to start and be normal um, just because we'll, we'll be itching for that. But I don't know what it would look like. And it's also tricky because you see numbers like that and they're really daunting, but then you also know like LSU had like 30 cases and I've heard a couple other schools like Kansas state. I just heard like they had to shut down their stuff just from some outbreaks. And for Clemson, it's like, there's some problems with just because there's so much in student housing, you know, like a roommate will get it and they'll spread it on to another friend and, and the sewage treatment um, water supply, like not that it's like just out there, but just it's just in it's just confined in the area. Um, so I wonder if smaller towns might have a just because you're more confined. But I also know a lot of other schools are not reporting it. You know, like they're just doing everything internal and trying not to get it out in there. So, you know, I, for me, it's like okay, like if they're gonna get it, it'd be I think it's better to get it within the confines of the university so they can like be aware of it. You know what I mean? You can you can you just have more control over it. I feel like a little bit more versus if everybody's like just at home uh, from that perspective. But and I mean, and I have heard that like if once you get it, you do have some more antibodies towards it, and they are younger guys, so it's not like um, of that. But you just don't you don't want spreading around to other parts of the population. So it's scary, but I think it's just also like like. It's it's a very context question, so that's why it's a very a very long thing. So I think it will happen. I just don't I just don't know what it will look like. I mean, I don't know if any of us really do know what's look like. I think some of us like with all the the college preview stuff. I think a lot of people are just operating as in like it's as normal until we hear something else. So otherwise, yeah. Just because, yeah. So yeah. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say. I mean, that, that's just that's kind of how I'm operating, honestly. Until I hear, because honestly, that. I'm kind of hoping I was like, okay, I feel like 
once we get there, I'll feel more normal. But I mean, we kind of just take this all week by week anyway. So it's just, it's hard to know. Right. And football in general, like college and NFL, um, not XFL, they're done. COVID killed mm. XFL. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, football, they haven't really announced like any kind of plans yet across mm-hmm. the board. Like we, like with baseball and NBA, we know what's going on. Right. Like even with baseball, like not knowing what's going on, you still know what's going on. Um, and then basketball, like we said earlier, they're, they're set to come back next month in Disney. But with football, like it's still completely up in the air. They, they haven't said anything. There's been no changes. I think that since college football is such a revenue hulse that like these schools, especially the power five schools that make so much money off of football, they're going to do everything in their power to have this season. And that's why I, uh, that's why I asked about the fall because I could very well see a football season starting in March and you play March, April, May, and then have your bowl game season in June. Mm-hmm. And that could run alongside college baseball, college basketball. Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't surprise me if all of college athletics, everything this year is a spring sport. Yeah. That would be a loaded schedule in the spring <laughs> for everything. But, um, like, as you imagine, like a North Carolina Duke game on Friday night and then turn around and have Alabama Auburn on Saturday, like that could be crazy. But, um, yeah, I think they're going to do everything they can to play this season because that makes the most money for these schools, like across the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I, it, I agree. It, I think, I think it's, that's what I was like. That's what I feel like line in the sand, like college football is, it's going to happen in some way. I just don't know what it would look like because even if they don't have fans, the TV money is still going right. to be there. Cause I mean, you and I both like, I'm going to watch all those games. Like even if there's nobody in the stands, like we're still going to value that. So maybe even more of the games. <laughs> right. Even, we'll be so, yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll need exactly. games so bad that we'll watch Tulsa and San Diego state. If need be. But yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. Now the NFL I think the NFL wants to play their season as normal. I think, I really do think like if you were to ask them and they had to give you an answer, that's what they would say. They say, well, everything's scheduled. It's going to be as is. Um, but I, I do wonder if they are paying close attention to the NBA and how it works to see if that's something that they could do as well. Because like with basketball, the games are shorter. Um, there's not much like prep time between games. You can have a game start at 12 noon end around two 30. You could start another game at three sure. where it was football. They're like three and a half hours long and you're going to have all 32 teams playing. Like it's not going to be the NBA where you can cut out eight teams that have no chance of making the playoffs. Um, so I don't know where you would actually go that would have enough fields to be able to house everyone in a close range. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I do think they're going to pay attention to the NBA. And if that model works and if like players and coaches and personnel, if they all stay healthy and safe, sure. I wouldn't be surprised if, if they try to have at least a contingency plan or something similar. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think it really depends on, like I could see like, it's also a domino effect. Like say like the college football moves there season to March, then you also have all those stadiums are also become available to where like Ohio state, Michigan, Clemson, you know, South Carolina, Auburn, Alabama, all those stadiums are now available to them. Like they're not being used. So, you know, I could see an NFL team, NFL teams, like almost doing it like clusters type of thing where they change the schedule to where certain teams from certain parts of the country stay in certain parts and then play each other that way. Um, but yeah, it is, but it is a little bit more protected too, because you are like, obviously there's like contact with people on every play, but like NBA, you're like in basketball, you're like on top of each other. You're sweating. You're like, you know what I mean? Like you're all touching the same ball in that way. And it's right. where like for football, most of it's outside and most of it, you're still like, you have a helmet. You know what I mean? Like there's, I feel like there's some, there's potentially some, a little bit more, you might not have as many, um, protocols but it is a lot more people that normally come so i think it's more of that aspect of it but it's crazy like i heard a stat for um they were potentially looking at like what social distancing would look like for clemson and clemson stadium's like about 83 84,000 and social distancing they were estimating was about 12,000 13,000 if you do like every other row and then like you know like they do like two seats you know you give two seats for that and then two more it's i don't know if it'll be that kind of a number but my guess would be it would be like in the 30 to 40 kind of a range but and how do you choose like who gets in all those season ticket holders like are you going to tell someone who bought tickets for seven games that oh you can only come to two so that's Maybe it's a lot of, you just start opening like worms. I know that like some people like in Clemson, I I have some friends who are, uh, what I'm hearing, I'm not a season ticket holder. What I'm hearing is you can either apply it for this year or they're letting you like apply it for next year type of a thing, you know, like your dues that you're paying. Um, My guess would be that they'd probably go just from the highest paying dollars for being honest. You know what I mean? Just, it's the most you get the most of the school. If they're having to do a cutoff, and then I would guess students because they want that student atmosphere, you know. Right. So I was going to guess, say it's forty thousand. I would say eleven thousand to students, and then what the twenty nine, the rest to just you know a certain amount right. racket type of thing. So yeah. it gets messy though. So I know it's just not a ideally. Obviously, it would be all. They're like, oh, like we're good. Like it's we've got a vaccine and we're we feel great about it. You know, like that's the ideal, and then it can, can be normal. But I think it's going to be if it happens this fall, it's going to be a different type of feel. Like it's not just going to go away, um, for good or for worse. So, um, I don't know. Did you have any more any more thoughts on anything else we didn't hit yet? Mm, nothing else that I can think of because it's too early to start talking college basketball or anything like that since we missed out on March Madness this year. 
Yeah, I know. That's what I was. That's where we were putting out the um, simulation tournament, which was kind of fun. Um, we had San Diego State winning, which they were like what thirty and two or something like that. So they were they were a top a top five team, top ten team. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that was a bummer. That's me weird because basically it's almost like you're doing a reset on the year if college football happens. Like you're just like, oh, and we're just starting again. Um, right. So yeah, that's all I had too. So well. I think that'll wrap us up guys. Thanks for listening. And just remember always um, to share, subscribe to the podcast. If you like what we're doing, um, definitely give us a review on Apple podcast. That's a big thing um, for us too, just so other people can discover it as well. Um, we, you can follow us on social media. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or wherever. Uh, if you have any suggestions of things you want us to talk about or different subjects or different thoughts you have for us so will as always thank you for being on this was really fun yeah thanks for having me yeah man so thanks for listening guys and for now we are signing off